The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Episode 39 of Your Average Ordinary. I'm your host, Dan Torres. With me this week, as always, is my brother, Ben. Hello. Hello, Ben. How's it going? It's good to see you, buddy. We talked a little bit this week, but I didn't get to talk to you too much, so I'm glad we get this time together. Cheese Man isn't here this week. Cheese Man is... Uh, getting ready to stream. He's doing Smash Bros. Saturday today and uh, is probably going to be trying to win some tourneys doing that. <laughs> um, I kicked the mic a minute in, so we're doing great <laughs> so far. Um, but it's just you and me this week, so okay. we get our okay. own solo time. I almost feel like I'm filling out on what's going on or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like that, doesn't it? You guys are so fun on that show. I love watching that. Well, thank or you. Listening to it, at least. Thank you very much. Yeah, I I always have a fun time on that, no matter what. What's know? been uh, the most challenging thing so far for starting a podcast for you guys? Like the thing that you didn't expect would be. Um, I mean, really, I would think it's getting the guests. Yeah, exactly. Um, the guests is definitely the hardest thing to do. Because I feel like no matter what, like, and that's kind of why I went with no subject for the podcast. Yeah. Because no matter what, we're always going to have something to talk about, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's um, why I kept this one open-ended, too, because if, right, if I yeah. stuck to just one, like, niche category, then, yeah. you know, not as many people would listen. Like, I'd be stuck in that category, and, like, if you limit yourself like that, that could be a trap for no, certain yeah. podcasts. Yeah, absolutely. And. And it's hard to keep conversation for a while about one specific thing. Yeah. Because, and someone's interest is only, only going to be peaked for so long. You mm-hmm. know? But um, I I would say that's the most challenging. But, uh, other than that, I would say maybe coming up with ideas for the podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's actually, that's a lie. It's the social media. <laughs> it's because it's I'm still not even I'm terrible with my social media. It's, it's so bad. I know. It's well, so the pages right are now. being made, so you're getting there. The <laughs> That's progress true. Is going. Yeah, the pages are made now. That's how I feel. We're just getting there. Yeah, it's but, it takes forever. But you guys are doing great for just being in it for a couple months so far. It, well, thank and you. it's it helps that it's you and Tyler because you two have always yeah. been so naturally like good back and forth together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it helps that. You know, we're into almost everything the same. The Pokemon cards, the music, the um, anime that we watch, you know. Yeah. It's so, it's super easy, especially with the new shows coming out. We have something to talk about every week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I know. I need to get back into anime. (laughs) I know. It's it's really tough. Um, I mean, if you're actually considering getting back into it, one I suggest for you right now is um, Demon Slayer. Yeah. Because the art style is great on it. The storytelling is great on it. Just all around, it's very good. Yeah, and I you need know? to keep watching My Hero, too, because I fell off Ooh, of that so hard, and it's yeah. so good. You, you have a little bit of time, though, before the next season comes out. So yeah. it's at a standstill for a little while. I know. I got spring break coming up, so maybe I'll do that. Hey, there you go. We'll see. (laughs) I mean, it it really is tough to watch animes because... um, It's tough for me to watch any TV in general because (laughs) I'm going everywhere all the time. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You barely have time to even sit down. I watch Euphoria every Monday with Julie, and like that's pretty much like the only thing we've watched together and it's is that a good show oh my god it's amazing is it really it's so good it's uh, sad because it reminds me of north Tonawanda a lot in uh, a lot of in, in a lot of really sad ways and like seeing people take paths that you didn't want them to go down and mm-hmm. like things like that and like uh zendaya is incredible in the show she's oh, just yeah, she's just she's just fantastic yeah. uh Especially the the last episode that they did, uh, or 
by the time this airs, it'll probably be two episodes back at this point. Mm-hmm. But uh, the last episode she did, she just went all in, and it was it was so difficult yeah. to watch. It was like painful. It was painful to watch. Damn. Um, it's but, weird yeah. to see her like in a role like that. You know, she mm-hmm. went from something like she was an ant farm, right? Yeah, isn't that the show? To I something think so. like yeah, that. Yeah. To see her in a show like Euphoria is incredible. Yeah, she has a a crazy range that I never would have expected. Yeah, and uh, I I said this to Steve a few episodes of Spider Man franchise, but are hang on to her as long as they can. Seriously, because yeah. they they have something really really great on their hands. Like, mm-hmm. and if they can keep her. Then it'll just keep the story that much 100%. more interesting. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But she, yeah, that's a show I definitely recommend. And it's just it once you think it can't get any crazier, it just keeps oh, getting man. crazier. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's one of those <laughs> ones where all the time it's just taking a new twist and a new turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, another good show that I need to keep watching that I started watching is Peacemaker. Oh, you did check that I out? I started, I, so dad showed me an episode when I was over for dinner the one night. Okay. And then I went home and I ended up watching, I rewatched that episode. It was the first episode of the show. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the second episode and it's just, see, John Cena's gotten a lot better at acting. Yeah, he really has. He's gotten he really like has. he's just leaps and bounds in like fifteen years. He's mm-hmm. just he's just learned acting really really well, and and this is a good role for him. I think I, I think Peacemaker's yeah. a, a very good uh, character for him to be playing. Well, did you see the uh, the second Suicide Squad movie they made? Yeah, I liked it. You didn't like it? I I thought it was. For the movie they gave us, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was anything special. I thought it was a good movie. I just think I think people need to stop making superhero movies that don't know comic books. Yeah, yeah. I think they just need to. Yeah. I I think it needs to become less of an industry thing and more of a niche thing. With like, I'm going to do my mm-hmm. research, and it, um, I probably talk about this all the time. But that's one of the reasons the uh, the Nolan Batman movies are so. Oh, beautiful. absolutely. Is because Chris Nolan took the time to do his research about comic books and storylines and certain mm-hmm. things like that and you have the scene with uh you know Jim Gordon and Batman yes, and with the long uh, Halloween yeah yep. and Harvey Dent that's straight out of mm-hmm. long Halloween with them just being there. Did you check out the animated movie they made for that? Um they just came out with it. No, I still need to watch it. John John hyped it up for me so I got It was yeah, yeah it was really it. good. It's uh part 1 part 2 mm-hmm. and it's super good. They did change eh, I think they changed like yeah, they changed a couple of things about the story. Um, uh, like, outside of the, like, it, it's not too bad. Like, um, at the very end, I'll tell you this. Um, when you find out, who, when you find out who the killer is, mm-hmm. Batman's there. He doesn't do anything about it, but he's talking uh, to yeah. her about it. And, like, uh, yeah, yeah. he finally figured it all out. And I think she, you know, the whole thing was she did it for Harvey. So he just kind of let it slide and didn't say anything about it. Yeah, I don't know. Which is, it's kind of dumb, but at the same time, it's cool. Like, it's cool because, okay, we get a little added story to it. But it's dumb because you didn't need to do that, you know? It was already good enough. Right. That's... So I'm really conflicted about that because I think one of the best parts of Long Halloween is, that is the no fact one that knows. no one knew. Yes. I so agree. the and Batman thought he figured it out because yeah. Two Face said like no there were two holiday killers yeah and it's like <laughs> Batman's like he said he meant like he killed the first time on Halloween yeah he's the last one to kill and it's mm. like no he's straight up telling you there were two he, Halloween yeah, he's killers straight up telling you yeah um <laughs> yeah that's. That kind of bothers me a little bit, but I'll still watch it. Yeah, like that wasn't bad, right? Because I, I mean, I know how it ends anyway, so it's a, right. Yeah, it, it's, it's worth watching. Uh, and that, they did a very that. good job. Yeah, they did a very well, that's good, good at least. Um, yeah, and then certain different th- scenes are different, like um, the stuff. Some certain things with the Falcone family mm-hmm. after um, Harvey is already Two Face. Some of that stuff is different. Okay. Um, and what else? What was I gonna say? Oh, and um, 
Jensen Ackles plays Batman in this. He oh, doesn't do a bad okay. job. Yeah. It, it wasn't bad. Like, you know, <laughs> I always point out when it's Jensen Ackles because it's Casey's celebrity crush. Oh that's my like, God. that's the person she, you know, <laughs> that she would uh, ditch me for. Oh, I guess yeah. is the best way to put yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, that she kick your ass to the curb. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. She loves Jensen Ackles. So I always pointed out, like, uh, even like, when she took a nap and, like, the very end of the movie was on and Batman was talking, I'm like, who's that voice? You know it. And she's, like, very good at picking out voices. And she's like, I don't know. I'm like, you know this person very, very well. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> so I eventually had to tell her, but. Yeah, it, again, it's a solid movie. Uh, they did a good job with it. Yeah, I'll um, I'll check it out. But yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's nice when movies pull from those things directly and like. Oh yeah, Suicide Squad did none of that. It 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 yeah. the first one I thought I liked, and it, it just wasn't great. First one was god awful. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was god. You know how I know I fell asleep through it. You know, it's a bad movie if I'm falling asleep through it. I mean, you fell asleep through the third Batman, but it yeah, was just, it was just yeah, because you were true. a little boy and tired. <laughs> and, and uh, okay, we were there for three movies. Mm-hmm. How am I going to watch that? That's like six, eight hours we're there. Yeah, I had to keep pinching you to keep you awake. <laughs> it's hilarious. I, know, I forgot who it was, but they handed me up. A soda so that I could start uh, drinking and me. stay awake. That was it. Probably me. <laughs> and then uh, I started cuddling with the drink instead. <laughs> yeah. Oh I was annoyed because I had to take a pee break during that movie because I had been drinking pop all night. Oh, no. What's, what part did you take a break at? It wasn't anything important. Oh, okay. It was, it was a good time to go. Mm-hmm. I think he was still in the pit. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, so I, nothing was going on at that point. I really like that movie, but I think how it goes for me is Dark Knight, Batman Begins, and then Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, the, I, I feel the exact same way, but you know, it's it's not because any of them are a weak movie. It's just no, you, if yeah. you have to put an order to them, that's how I think you do it. Yeah, I um, would say the weakest part about Dark Knight Rises is the whole thing with Talia. It just yeah, that was a really that was a stupid swerve in the end. Yeah, it it, it was. Um, I kind of had when they did Roz, I did kind of expect Talia at some point, but right at some point, and honestly, I was surprised we got Talia, but um, you know, it it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, if we get Roz Al Ghul, we'll get Talia eventually. Yeah, and they um, now thinking about it. They killed Rachel Dawes, so it makes sense that they have to, um, that they would have to do that, you know. Yeah, because they couldn't get an actor to yeah. play or an actress to play all three movies. <laughs> I know. You know. To keep <laughs> jumping from this to the, go from uh, freaking Katie Holmes to oh, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal to uh, Burnt Crisp <laughs> when she dies. That uh, was funny. <laughs> that was funny. It was. It's just like. You're watching. It's like this is the same woman. How? <laughs> Julie put on Dark Knight the other day, and I, I she wanted did? to watch it so bad, but I was I'm so tired that I like just was like falling asleep. The whole uh, time. I'm so proud of her. Well, she, you'll be even more proud because the other day we finally, she finally saw Black Panther for the first time. Oh, she finally. hasn't seen it yet. Are you surprised? Uh, Are you surprised? I, I have a little surprise. No, just don't a be. little. No, no one named Harry Styles or Tom Holland is in it, so she has no interest in seeing just these little British white boys. I don't know what it is about them. Yeah. Yeah, these little British white white boys in general. I mean, look at Pete Holmes and MGK right now, too. Disgusting. (laughs) I... It's weird. It annoys me that MGK is big now. Because his music was so much better on his first album than it ever I was agree, after yeah. that. On Lace Up, it was. Yeah, I, this is this is me as an Eminem fan saying mm-hmm. this right now. On Lace Up, MGK did the best work he's ever done, mm-hmm. and then from there, it just he couldn't find himself, 
And I think now he's found himself more than ever, but now he's annoying. Yeah. Now it's just like nobody wants yeah. to be around. When and he it, was when he was first coming up and like on his like wild boy gimmick and like yeah. things like that, that was incredible to oh, to, yeah. to watch. The uh the wild boy remix that he did carried me through the end of high school and my first <laughs> two years of college. No, yeah. Because it's so good. Yeah, like, he he even sounds like a, you know, Machine Gun Kelly. It mm-hmm. sounds like a dope rapper name. You yeah. Know? You would, it's something you would check out. Um, you know, I I would agree with that. I think most of his stuff is better when he was, you know, off his first album, and then he had some good hits, like, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to admit, though, I, th- I would agree with you and think I... I think he found himself really, um, I mean, what would you call it, in the rock genre, in the pop genre? Yeah, yeah, the pop rock. Yeah. The pop um, punk, pop punk. Yeah, pop, pop punk, punk, yeah. And yeah. Um, I, I really think he found himself, and you know, if you have fans, you know, yeah. like even if it's a bunch of, um, you know, <laughs> girls chasing after you, all the all the white females. <laughs> Just him, like, Coming all, after you, all but... the stuff, like, just sticking his tongue down Megan Fox's throat. Like, I know. Nobody wants to it, see that on your Instagram, much. dude. Yeah. He does a lot of... And, you know, it, it's all... He does all that stuff for the attention. Mm-hmm. And it works, you know? Like, the other day I mentioned to Casey, like, why does he paint his nails? That doesn't make sense. Like, a lot of artists are doing that now. Yeah, they are. Painting their nails. I was like, why do they do that? It doesn't make sense. And she's like, you know, to get people's attention and stuff like that i'm like that's dumb that doesn't make sense and mm-hmm. then i thought to myself well i'm talking about it yeah, <laughs> you yeah know? exactly it, it, well i'm talking about anything it, for so, the attention yeah. right exactly it, it's very bizarre it's yeah it's, <laughs> but it's, i'm glad did she like black panther she did um i'm glad we i hadn't seen it in a long time too so it was nice to see it again he's so good oh, i amazing. recently went back to the album for that that oh man did i love it you know the 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 worst part of watching that movie again was seeing chadwick boseman and knowing that he's dead and it 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 hurt all over again like thinking i i know that sounds so stupid but it 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 legitimately because of how much I respected him as an actor mm-hmm. um, and how good he was in that role specifically and he how didn't... much attention he got with that. I, I, It's such a shame. Yeah, I agree. He's just, he's such a good actor. I've only seen him in um, one other movie before that, which was 42. Mm-hmm. And he was just phenomenal with him and Harrison Ford. They were just, they were Fantastic! Yeah, they were really movie. good together. It was so good. Yeah, and yeah, to have someone so talented like Chadwick Boseman is just so amazing. I don't know if you <clears throat> saw he was winning some sort of award or something, and he was talking about how he wouldn't be who he is today without um. What's his name? Denzel Washington. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that was just, that was very cool yeah, to I've see that, that you know. And, and and to see that, um, how proud um, Denzel Washington was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's tearing up a little bit during yeah. that, you know. Like, he's just so proud of him. And it's so, it's just so cool to see that. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It, and, you know, it's because you see someone that special and you think, like, this kid's got to go somewhere, you know? Right, yeah. And if I don't do anything, who is going to do something, mm-hmm. you know? It's one of those things. And um, it's just amazing. What did he do again? He paid for, like, all his scholarships and stuff like that. I can't I remember. can't even. I, I don't want to. I don't even want to take a guess at it because I know I'm going to be <laughs> wrong and I'm going to give out false information. Yeah, and true. this podcast will get canceled before episode 40, which is actually a way longer timeline than I anticipated <laughs> in the first place, so that works. Um, it works. Yeah, it's it, it's so sad that uh, that he went so early. Cause I know. He, um, well, he's in, you know, he, he worked in a bunch of, he was in 42, he did Draft yes. Day. I don't know if you ever saw Draft Day with Kevin Costner. Um, I might have. Yeah. Uh, you know, 
it's a Kevin Costner movie, so you know, mm-hmm. Dad. I he probably would have seen it. Played Thurgood Marshall um, in Marshall, which was shot here. Like a big portion of oh, it was shot really? in Buffalo, so a lot of if wow. if you meet people in the film community around here, a lot of people met him and got to like interact with him and work oh, with him and have okay. nothing but good things to say. Uh, yeah, it's it's so hard because I feel like he was still just getting started too. I feel oh, like he I agree. Yeah. yeah, I agree mm-hmm. absolutely, and um, you know I. I appreciate that we're getting another Black Panther movie, but I also don't want it. I also just kind of want it to be left alone. Part you know of I mean? part of me doesn't, but also the other day um, when I was watching, I remember how cool Shuri is, and I was like, "Okay, yeah. this is she is cool. This this will be a good mm-hmm. like they'll just, they'll do good with replacing him with her. Yeah, like, that's, that's a cool thing. They're it's doing. just I'm worried how they're gonna go about it. I guess I don't know if it's well because be they like burned a... all the plants in the movie. Exactly, which yeah. was which was the thing they had that one flower left. So she's not gonna get like the Black Panther like that's, power. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but. I we'll see how they Marvel, Mar- yeah. it, Marvel Marvel's gonna Marvel yeah. Marvel's gonna Marvel. Marvel's dude. gonna Marvel. They're gonna figure, it, figure out. it out. But just the fact that like I forgot all the stuff with like them throwing the like remote control in the car and Shuri being able to drive it in the hologram and yeah. uh, like that yeah. whole scene is just so cool yeah, with she's, him she's perched really on the top cool. of it mm-hmm. and the way that they like. They take the music that's on the soundtrack and they mix it differently in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like the only one that stays pretty much the same is "Pray for Me," yeah, um, or "Pray for You" or whichever. Yeah, it's "Pray for Me." It's yeah. "Pray for Me." That I thought so. Um, but like when they when they throw ops in there when they're doing that oh, chase scene, yeah. it's mixed so differently. Yeah. And like you're hearing, I love ops. You're hearing Vince. And then you're hearing like Kenny coming at parts yeah. and be like, "You're dead to me." It, like <laughs> it, it, that's just like that balance of that is no, amazing. Yeah, I don't know if I ever told you the story of, and I don't think I've told it on here before. When I went to see TDE a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, and I've seen so a little bit of history with that is I I saw Kendrick in 2013 at UB. Okay, when at right after he had put. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City, oh, the the album. I saw it. No I I talked about this on Noise Candy, but I saw songs. I saw him perform oh, perform yes. songs on there. He will never do again, like yes. cartoons and cereal mm-hmm. and like uh, songs off of Section Eighty and like Hold Up from Overly Dedicated or or no Hold Ups from Section Eighty. But he did okay. songs from Overly Dedicated, yeah. which was like his mixtape from like way back in the day, right? Because yeah. he still like he did the R.I.P. remix that Young Jeezy had 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 out at the Holy time. Shit. But that was a him thing too because he loves Young Jeezy. Oh yeah, so. Going back there was cool because, uh, or not going back there, but going to Darien to see TDE was cool with him headlining because that venue, all of a sudden, it's like years and years later, and he's like Mm -hmm. enormous, like as big as I knew he was going to be. And how often does he tour? Yeah, exactly. Ever, you know. So uh, they lined it up so that each member of TDE had their own set, like had their own set. But it kind of sucked because like Absol only did like three songs and like, hmm. uh, but that but J Rock came out at a oh. point right, and everybody's on the lawn at Darien. They're doing like they're just like doing their own thing. Right, they're yeah. not really paying attention because Kendrick's not on yet and stuff like that. Because like people are like half and half on who right, people are. Yeah. Like they don't know. So uh, I can't remember what J Rock was performing, but he was he was performing a good set. Like it was all songs yeah. I knew. And then uh, he he said something like, "He's like, uh, y- y'all having fun out there yet, or something like that." And like there was no, no response. One, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the opening sound from King's Dead played the wit and the drop, and immediately. Yeah, Everybody lost their mind. Yeah, I believe it. Lost their <laughs> mind. That song is so good, they did it twice. They did it again when Kendrick oh, really? was on. Oh, really? Yeah. 
<laughs> they brought J-Rock back on yeah. and they did it again. And then when I went to Bonnaroo a week later, I saw Future do the verse. Oh, no <laughs> so way. like I saw everybody do yeah. like their part in it within like a week apart from each other. But he <laughs> but he fucked up the words. It was hilarious. <laughs> he did. He did one thing before the other and like and like had to like stop for a second and like regroup himself. Yeah. It happens. There's he was, nothing wrong. But, but to be fair, he was nonstop. The, f- the second future came on, beginning to end. He oh, just boom, 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 yeah. boom. He was he was right yeah, on. Yeah, with that's everything. tough. Yeah, yeah. But it was it it showed with that uh, with King's Dead specifically. Yeah. how big that soundtrack oh, got. You don't see soundtracks yeah. get that big too easily mm-hmm. either. I would agree with that. And he, they got um, a lot of rappers on that soundtrack too. So you know, um, yeah. And some that aren't even a part of TD. I know it was like a TD Sway, project. Sway but, Lee was on there with Khalid. Yeah. Uh, it, who else you got on there? Uh, it was those two Travis, guys on. Travis um, was on Big Shots. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, the Weeknd. Yeah. yeah. Schoolboy. Um, you got 2 Chains. 2 Chains was on that track with him too. Was he? Yeah. Um, he does the M part, remember? Oh. When the beat switches up. Yes. 2 Chains is on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. What's a what's that guy? Zachariah or whatever. See, that, but he's had, on TDE um, too. We also had SZA. S- yeah, SZA's yeah. on there, but she's TDE. Is she? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. She's TDE. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's um, awesome. SZA's is amazing. Who's Georgia Smith? Do you know that? I can't remember. I, I don't know if he's TDE or not, but I actually he does that song "I Am" and that. Oh yeah, really yeah. Good. That's I a great like song. Um, paramedic. We have uh, oh, SOB and RBE. That's yeah. my f- that's my favorite song on that soundtrack. Really, I love that. Really, the beat on there for me is what does it. it oh, okay. And like I think like everything leading into it because it sets up so beautifully, and then you hear that. Yeah, and it just. I love you know me. I love West Coast rap for some yeah, reason. Even though do. I'm so loyal to the East Coast, the West Coast has always yeah. been. And th- there's not a more West Coast sounding <laughs> song than that there song. There really isn't. And, and there like, really isn't. And uh, if you if you listen to them, um, Sob and uh, oh my god, I'm trying to think of the other guys. Oh, Reb, uh, Reb, and S- Rbe, yeah. Rbe, and uh, Sob. Yeah. If you listen to them, they have that sound in a lot they of their really songs. Do. Like they're they're yeah. they're dope. They're they real, do. real good. I remember uh, I listened to that song in the car, and then my friend was like, um. Hey, can you put on this song by them? I was like, "Who's that?" And he was like, "He's just the guy you had on." Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit, okay, let me let, like let me check it out." It's fun finding and artists like that. Yeah, yeah, they have a lot of good songs. Uh, I forgot what song he played, but it was really good. I liked it. That's um, how I found Kendrick. Oh, yeah? I was listening to a game album, and he, and Game had him as a feature, and I was never it, heard of him before. Wait, was it um the city? Yeah. I it. knew it. That was I it. Knew it. It was off the red album. That verse is so fire. And when that. I and I heard him, and I went, "Who is this?" And I really? immediately was like, "So I found Section 80. and mm-hmm. from there I was I was hooked. And like I went back and listened to Overly Dedicated, oh, man. and then he got signed to Aftermath, and I was like, "He, it, that's mm-hmm. it. He's gonna be." And, and now the day this episode airs, he'll be performing the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> That's isn't that insane? Insane. It's so cool with Marshall. Oh my it's god, it's so cool. And so, what was I gonna say? So uh, that's right. Do you think we're gonna see? Um, what's the name of the song? Um, ah, uh, which artist? Kendrick with M- uh, Eminem and Kendrick song. Oh like, no, uh, Love Game. Yeah, Love, Love Game. Game. Thank no, you. Lo- no, you don't think we're gonna, gonna see happen. that? You don't no. think we're gonna see any collabs with songs or anything like uh, features or anything like that? The collabs I could think of that may happen tonight, as if if we're listening, if you're listening as the Super Bowl is airing. Tonight. Right. Yeah. Snoop Dogg and Dre are definitely going to do uh, like a bunch of their collaborators. So probably still DRE. Okay. Probably yeah. uh, next episode, I would imagine they would do like yeah. Th- those are the two that I would imagine would be the staples of what they do. Okay. But like Snoop will probably do like Gin and Juice or something like that, like one of his old hits. Yeah, that's true. He probably will. I really don't want Eminem to do Lose Yourself because I think 
he could showcase a better song for the halftime because I yeah as good as Lose Yourself is, everybody knows it, right? He did yeah. it at the Oscars a couple of years ago, so like we know it, we know palms are sweaty, we know all that. Yeah, give us. But a you could new. do like, but if he came out and did Forgot About Dre with Dre, which is what I'm hoping will yeah. happen. Yeah, if he did Forgot About Dre. Mm-hmm. Everybody would lose their mind. Yeah. Like that that's just cuz everybody knows that song. If you grew up in the 90s or early 2000s, you know right. that song like the back of your hand like oh, you yeah. just do. Um <laughs> well, have you listened to the new song we got by them? Yeah. The um Yeah, I so that was kind of a bootleg I think from a, from a while ago. I think really? that, I think that's an old project that they did. Okay. Um, but I, I think it was good, but it, it feels like, it feels like an underground cut. It feels like, yes, it, it feels like a cut that's just not going to make it on the album. Mm-hmm. So they put it out as a single. Um, cause I know their, their quality yeah. when it comes to like putting out singles and certain things, even, um, God, what was the last song, uh, M and Dre did together on Eminem's album. I can't remember, but that oh, one, um, yeah. it was like I can li- I hear the song in my head. I just can't <laughs> think of the name. Um, I'm not sure where it is. But it, you think of that. But even like I need a doctor, which didn't even make yeah. end up going on an album. That song is crafted like meticulously throughout, and that's Dr. Dre's work. That's just how it is. Oh yeah, that, yeah. that's how it, it's always gonna be. Um, and you see it in – did you ever listen to Compton Oh he put yeah, that out? Yeah. It, that album is such an underrated album from beginning to end mm-hmm. because it's the exact – it's a modern-day uh, chronic project or yes. 2001. It, it's, it's, it's very – it's that if it was made now. Yeah. It's exactly that. I would like M that. as his protege was in 2001 as a lot of the features and you saw mm-hmm. him throughout and like – Guys like Corrupt and like uh, um, Doc and like DLC. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, like just all those right, guys that old, he had yeah. in, his, in his crew back in the day. Um, and he did the same thing. You know, Anderson's on a bunch of the songs. Um, Kenny's on Kenny's on a bunch of songs. Yeah, yeah. M does that cut with him. Ice Cube's on a, uh, mm. on a song. I, Exhibit shows up for that one song and... Absolutely oh, destroys yeah, yeah. it. Um, shit, what's the name of that one? Um, yeah, I know. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I say all that to say, especially after listening to a lot of Interscope work this week that was produced by Dr. Dre. Yeah, I think this halftime show is going to be awesome. I think they have so much content they can work with. Yeah, throughout it, that I think they crafted the best playlist possible for mm-hmm. this. So I think it's just going to be a party at halftime. I, I really do. Yeah. I think it's just going to be gonna like be everybody's going to go back to like being a fan of hip hop in the early 2000s right. again and like just vibe <laughs> out for a second. Yeah, it'll be nice. Mm. It will be nice. I agree with that. Um, going back to what you said real quick. Um, so you mentioned that when you went to see Kendrick, it was right after Good Kid Mad City. Dropped. Yeah. And. You heard him do cartoons and serial. Mm-hmm. So, okay, that kind of disproves my theory a little bit. So um, on the Noise Candy podcast, we were wondering why um, why he didn't put out um, cartoons and serials with anything. Yeah. So my theory was since it came out after Good Kid, Mad City, that he had made that song – and it was going to be on to Pimp a Butterfly mm. because we have um, in the music video for All Right, it plays just a little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And that's why I thought maybe it was supposed to go on that album but just didn't make the cut because the sound wasn't right for it. Yeah. But now knowing that it came out around the same time as Good Kid Mad City – it's a little confusing. I it's think like, I so. This is this is my theory about that okay. because it it came out so shortly after Good Kid, Mad City came out. Okay, I think that 
again, this goes back to how meticulous Dre is about every little thing he does. Okay. And it, it the, you have the addition of Kendrick and how meticulous he is about every single little thing that he does. Mm-hmm. I think they couldn't find a place for that song on Good Kid, Mad City. Okay. And I think... Because on the bonus tracks, if you go to the bonus version, it ends with Mary J. Blige. So it ends almost – it's weird thinking about it now because I'm just making this realization. Yeah. It ends kind of transitioning towards how he sounded in To Pimp a Butterfly, like that oh, more soul sound and really? like things like that. It, it Because it's Mary J. Blige. She's doing more right, of like yeah. – it sounds more R&B. Mm-hmm. That that he's switching in there and that and, and you saw shades of that in like the singles he released in the future and things oh, like that. Yes, yes. But I I think that was one that they were like, uh, th- that was supposed to go somewhere, and they probably saw were like, uh, we like this a little better for the like for the mixing yeah. and for the project and things like that. Okay, because where where that song would have made sense to me. Would have been you take out the song Compton with Kendrick and Dre, yeah. and you put cartoons and cereal in there, yeah. and that's how the album ends. And I like Compton better than I like cartoons and really? cereal. Oh yeah, wow, I think. Okay. I think no, that's if fair. you're, I think if you're looking for a passing the torch moment, there are different ones, right? Okay, because. Yeah. M was a M was a huge gamble for Interscope uh, when Dre signed him. Yes, Everybody absolutely. knows this story now. It's kind of, kind of common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Nobody at the label wanted to sign him. Eminem was broke as hell. This was yeah. going to be like his only opportunity. And Dre was like, Dre just put himself on the line in the direct mm-hmm. line of fire and was like, I'm signing this kid. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Like, this he kid really is huge. Did. So... Well, I recently did you ever I'm sure you have uh the story of how he met Eminem or how he met Marshall yeah. I should say yeah. you have heard that yeah. how he just went in the booth with him and he played him a beat and he just went my name is yeah and then he just my name is and that's how he yeah. and he crafted that song from that yes. it's it, it's 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 incredible how that works. Yeah, like it really just it really is. is. And then they put out the Slim Shady EP and all of a sudden he was huge. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, um but that was I didn't see that – I don't see that as a passing the torch moment in a sense because I see that more as Dre found him. He was like, I'm going to work with this guy. And for the rest of their respective careers, yeah. they were very beneficial to each other. And it's almost more of a friendship and a mentorship than anything else. I would agree, yeah. I, I feel like – and I feel like their relationship – there's just so much love between them that it feels like they're brothers. Yeah, like it feels like they're like big brother, little brother in a sense. Yeah, I would agree with that. When Dre and Kendrick did Compton together, mm-hmm. that was like you are the new West Coast sound. Oh, uh, I see. To me, I see what you're saying. That's how I felt about that. Mm-hmm. That he, this is going to be. I'm going to catch so much hate for this. Dre handed him a torch and said, "You are the new Tupac." Really? Yeah. You think so? I. That's it, that's how I see it in my mind. That's fun. There it's is really... there is no lyrically on the West Coast right now. There is no rapper that bar for bar out yeah. does Kendrick Lamar. Well, that's there's fu- no one. That's funny you say that because doesn't he? That he said um, something like, "I had a dream and Tupac came to visit me and said, I'm the, the you know.'" Not that he was the new Tupac. To carry on his work. Yeah, to carry on his work. And that's, I forget which album it was. Section 80. Yeah, it was Section 80. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I know that I thought it it was, but I wasn't sure. Um, Yeah, but after he had that dream, then he wrote Section 80. Yep. Yeah. That's that's incredible. And he's, if if you listen to him and how he is, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. he, He would... Have oh, those realizations yes. like that? And I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, that man. He's uh, they're, they're going to have a killer show. Yeah, I, I think it's so amazing that you know how long has Kendrick really been around? Maybe the latest two thousand ten, two thousand nine. He got signed to Aftermath in two thousand twelve. Wow, later quarter, than I thought. The first quarter of two thousand twelve. 
Wow. So, okay. but yeah, I think but, I think OD came out in 2010. Yeah, I was gonna say, and then Section 2009 or like, 2010. Section 80 is like 2011. Yes, it came out. Okay, because that was my first year of college that I listened yes. to. Yes, mm-hmm. I was gonna say I think it came out 2011, 2012. But um, yeah, but I mean, thinking about it, he doesn't have too many albums. No, he has. Uh, we mentioned before Section 80. Um, to pimp a butterfly. Um, the damn, you know, damn, yes, thank you. Uh, the Black Panther stuff. You got and untitled, then, unmastered. And then I was yeah. going to say untitled, yeah. but no one really listens to. Un- I've listened to it. Well, they're but, the they're the deep cut albums, yes. right? Like those are the ones that, like, if you're a fan, you're going to go through. It's the same way that, like, when I was growing up in the shady era, you had. Uh, you had all the M's albums, but then D12 would release an album. Yes. So you're like, oh, you're kind of getting an Eminem album this way. Yeah. And then, like, they did the re-up. And you're like, okay, that's kind of, you know, you got Eminem sprinkled throughout yeah. here, too. Which is, like, it's weird when media outlets paint certain artists in, like, the, oh, they're releasing their first album in five years. But mm-hmm. they've been doing, like, collab projects and things like that. Yeah. But it, it's so it, it's kind of a weird narrative that they paint with that because they're making it look like they haven't done anything. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, they've been working. Like if you're if you're a fan, you've seen right. the work they've been doing. Yeah, like someone like Tyler would agree with like Travis. You know, oh, hell you yeah. see, like if you're not a Travis fan, you're like, oh well, he hasn't released anything since like yeah. Astro World, except for singles here and there. And in Tyler's but if you, words, you'd be like, what are you talking about? Right. But if you're a hip hop fan, you know he's releasing like three or four songs a yes. month. Yes. Yes. Like he's collaborating with everybody. Like mm. it, it's one of those things where you know they kind of paint them to be not weaker than they are, but no, definitely yeah. like. Less unproductive, I guess? Yeah, Yeah. less productive. Less productive is is definitely the word for it. I guess, yeah, that's the best way to put it. But if you think about it, like, yeah, Kendrick has three albums, Mm -hmm. but um, Biggie has two. Yeah. Biggie put out Ready to Die and Life After Death, and and he was was already dead when Life After Death came out. Right, yeah, and that's my whole point, is Mm -hmm. he's only had, what, three, four? four albums and he's already this huge yeah you know yeah like people consider him to be like well he is considered to be one of one of the greatest of all time but you know i i know people that are like kendrick's the best in the game like there's no one better you know yeah and to be fair i don't have a sound argument against it but i also wouldn't say that he's the best yeah i don't know how much i agree with that either i I would see where they're coming from, absolutely. I would yeah. I say he's the best in the game. No, I wouldn't say anyone's best in the game. Right. To be fair, I know I just made a lot of Tupac comparisons with him, but that's <laughs> that's strictly also based on the sound they have too, yes. and just the things that they've done in their personal lives that like parallel to it yes. too. And it, like you know, I. I have my share of artists that I stand that like mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't stand as much as I do. <laughs> Eminem as as one of them. Uh, another person I think, um, well, I think is kind of underrated that people don't take a lot of um, appreciation for his music. Mm-hmm. Childish Gambino. Yeah, I, I really think that his music is very undersold. For a lot of people, and yeah, it, and I'm you know I'm devastated that I'm super happy for him, and I couldn't be agree more that um he wants to focus on his acting career more, and I say more power to you. Sure, yeah, go for it, childish. Like um seriously, but um I think it's just so sad that we're not getting any more of his music now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think we've been told. Maybe we're getting one more album, but I think we already got that album. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I think he's done now, Mm -hmm. which is – it's super depressing because he had um, in his rap glory days, like um, I would say probably his – probably the best album he ever did was Because the Internet. Yeah, and yeah. Because that was the one that everyone knew that had sweatpants. Um, Three thousand. The worst five. guys. Yeah, the worst guys. Um, Telegraph Ave. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a they had a real uh, world, world star. star. Yep, world star was on there. <laughs> <laughs> they they just had 
Like, um, I I'll, hate you so much. <laughs> I can't believe we literally. For the, I wish people could have seen that moment because we weren't even looking at each other yeah, when we said we that, were, yeah. and we said it at the exact same time. I hate you so much. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Great no, minds think alike. That's that's definitely his best craft. Yeah, album. I would say that's the best one. I would. Say, I I love Redbone. Personally, mm-hmm. I think, I think from a rap standpoint, um, that because the internet was his best album. Yeah, I think from an RB soul standpoint, that um, Redbone is one of the best albums. Yeah, I I really think so. And not, I, I just love the sound of it. The sound is so unique, mm-hmm. and uh, all the R and B, um inspired um beats that he goes with and everything without yeah. that is very very good. Yeah, you know? it's 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 amazing what he does with that album. Mm-hmm. It really and it's such a different route that he took and it made total sense. Mm-hmm. Made total sense for him to take yeah. that route. And, and you know, and then you have Redbone, which is yep. like one of the, it's one of his best songs, yeah. you know. I like Carl Weezer's version a little bit better. <laughs> 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 Incredible. Tyler used to play that at work and I walk out. Oh of the room. my god, that's uh, so good. <laughs> yeah, I it's a shame that he's not gonna make any more yeah. music. His um his last project I didn't like as much as the Is rest it of the his stuff. White album? Yeah. 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 I there are a few songs I like on that. There's like this song like nineteen seventeen or something like that that's mm-hmm. pretty good. It's got like a very uppity beat to it. Yeah, I, I really think I know like what you're it. talking yeah. about. Um, but uh, I mean, other than that, he's been taking off with his acting stuff. I mean, yeah, I, I actually have to get back into it, but one show I suggest watching is Atlanta. I know you've it's told me so, so many times good. to watch I, it. I, I need I, to. Yeah. I, I ended up asking dad, like, cause I thought he would enjoy it. I was like, you should watch the show Atlanta. And he goes, oh, I've seen that. I was like, what? Like it, it's just Dad it's watches an amazing show. It's so good. I didn't really. So who's in it? Um, the, the one of the main rappers in it is the guy that was handing the files to Joker in the Joker movie. Oh yeah, yeah. The um guy that gives him all the he's like, hey, I shouldn't be doing this, but mm-hmm. here you go. Yeah. Uh, he's in that. The woman that Joker's love interest is in that movie. She's um Childish Gambino's like wife or girlfriend oh, okay. in that show. Um huh. then what's his name? Uh I can't think of his name. You saw Get Out, right? Yeah. Um the guy that was possessed and then he took the picture of him and it snapped him out for a second. <laughs> that yeah, guy the guy that got memed. Yeah, 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 that guy. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's in that movie. He's in that show as well. He plays a hilarious role in that show. Does he? He's oh just God. so funny. Like, a, I don't want to. Uh, I want to. I don't want to tell you, but it's so funny. At one point, um, so the guy that plays, um, the guy that handed Joker the files, he plays like. They're all pretty much the main characters, the people I just mentioned. Yeah. He plays a rapper named Paperboy that's mm-hmm. trying to blow up. And the whole thing is um, Donald Glover's broke. Yeah. And he needs to find obviously find a way to make money and such. So he decides that I'm going to manage my cousin. Mm-hmm. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't even asked his cousin yet. <laughs> <laughs> and Paperboy's his cousin. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hasn't even asked him yet, but he's like, that's what I'm going to do. That's how I'm going to make my money. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm really going to do this somehow. Um, and uh, Paperboy's friend is that guy from Get Out. Oh, that's and awesome. So <laughs> he's at one point he's walking in the room and Gator's like, not Gator, um, Jesus, that's the wrong show. That's Dave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Dave. Um, but he he's standing there and he's like, Oh, it's all good. This is my cousin right here. But he's like holding a gun, like hiding around the court with a with a tray of cookies. That's right. Oh my god! And then he takes off his mask and looks at Donald Glover. He goes, "How you doing? <laughs> Cookie? 
<laughs> Fantastic. It's just so funny. Yeah, and then they do um and then they do like cool little things in that show. Like they'll have um like albums that Childish has done within mm-hmm. certain scenes. Like the one scene, um Awaken My Love is literally sitting on the shelf behind them. Oh my god. And they're you know, the the scene's just going on. I, they do like cool stuff like that, which is, you know That's hilarious. It's a cool homage, you know. <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah. But it, it's cool when they throw good. in details like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would agree. It you know it, it, like you said with um Dark Knight and stuff like that, it gives it, you know, a little authenticity to it, you know. Like this is real. Mm-hmm. You know, this is and you know, um like something I'm actually seeing. Yeah. Um but I think I I think comically wise, you would love that show. I need the to show is it. actually super funny. Yeah. I, I really like it. You and John have been on my ass for years to watch that. He's so watched that too? Yeah. It's so yeah, good. John loved it. It is so good. It's just such a good show. I mean, um last I saw um they only had two seasons. Now they added one more. So oh, I, I, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go back, rewatch the first two, and then watch the third one because it was just it was so good. Yeah, I'll have to rewatch yeah. or or watch for the first no, time. Yeah, I should yeah. say, not rewatch. Like uh, crazy, dude. Head. Have you seen the newest Sunny season yet, dude? Did you finish it? I didn't finish it yet. Uh, I have like two episode episodes left. I, I oh, are the you... second Ireland episode? I was gonna say, are they in Ireland now? Dude, so I think it's creative. They went. There. I, th- I think I think it's a great season so far. Yeah. I really do. Um, the other day, mm-hmm. when, the last episode I watched when Charlie meets. It, spoiler alert! Oh when yeah, when Charlie yeah. meets his dad for the first time, um, and they're in the pub and they're doing the Irish song. And then at the end, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then at the end, Frank starts singing, and there is blood pouring <laughs> out of his mouth because he was using a screw to pick his teeth. Ben, I laughed harder than I've ever laughed at anything on that show when that happened. It was so unexpected, and oh, like they so, just yeah. keep finding was... ways to make him look grosser and grosser throughout every season. Oh, it was so God. funny. I rewound it and I watched it again because it just like because <laughs> it just cuts to him singing, yeah. and there's blood pouring yeah. out of his mouth. Oh my god! I think it's like it's spitting fucking... it everywhere. I agree. I think it's <laughs> funny as fuck that they find different ways to fuck with Danny to be like, oh, um, it's terrible. Like the episode where Matt comes out of the closet to his dad. Yeah, yeah. He looks fucking oh, ridiculous he looks terrible. in that episode. That whole episode is horrible. And he's stuffing it with different things, like with lime in it and oh, stuff uh, like that. It's so bad. The one he looks worse in is the. Uh, the uh, beauty pageant episode oh with a little God. when he yeah, walks he in and immediately sna- and smashes his nose and oh, all those yeah. things. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a diddler. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't really have any associations with that guy. I met that guy in a titty bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's so terrible. That show is so good. And and that cracked me up. The fact that. Uh, Dennis is like just walking around sick, and they're all like, "You have COVID," <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "I don't have COVID." And then, then they're yeah. in the castle sleeping. He's like, "He's like tonight. It has to be tonight. Yeah, we have to kill her tonight." <laughs> are, are you talking to me? No, you bitch. I'm talking to the house. <laughs> and then eventually he really rolls over. He's like, "Dude, I have to go to the hospital." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That like, show is you sound so like you need a funny. ventilator. It's oh my god! It's ter- <laughs> like it's so. F- I, I'll I'll be honest with you. Be ready for the last episode because it really threw me for a curveball. Okay, it really threw me. It was kind of like the best way to put it, and try not to spoil anything here. It's kind of like how the Mac episode was when he came out to his father. Oh, so it's it like kind of kind of like gets that. you in your feelings. Yeah, like it, that. exactly. It kind of hits you when it's like, damn, holy shit. Yeah, that and that episode messed with me the first time I watched. Yeah, it. Yeah, seriously, I, it was yeah, beautiful. You know, it was the, beautiful. The first time I saw it, I was like, this is like 
surprising to see Sonny doing something like this. Yeah. The second time I saw it, I was crying. Yeah. You know, it, I did it's, too. It's so emotional. Like the even that part where Frank's like, I get, I, I get it. Yeah. I finally get it. It's just, it, it's such a shock. It's it just, like, it, it ties shit. it all together so well too because of the beginning of the episode. Just, I just don't, I don't really get you. Like yeah, exactly. Like I don't get. Like, yeah, I don't get you. Like, I yeah, just, I just don't. And it, it really, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So now he understands, and he understands exactly. Matt. So that's now. him being yeah. like, "Oh my god, I get it." Like, yeah, it, yeah that's, that's him amazing. realizing it too. Yeah. Now, next time you watch that episode, pay yeah. attention to like the little things that. You yeah, do like I'll have that. to watch. It's beautiful. So, it's really cool because I've been watching uh, or I've been listening to the Always Sunny podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, you were talking yeah, about that. Yeah, that it's super funny. They I talk need to about, start listening. No, yeah, um, they, they talk about a bunch of old stuff and um, different projects they've been in and um, what certain things like um, bringing ideas to FX and stuff like that was like. Um, and one of the episodes they mentioned. Um, how today they're going to be recording the scene with the, the – there was the episode with the monkey. Oh, cool. Yeah, and they, <laughs> they were – you know, it was really cool to see um, – they, they weren't talking about the episode, but they were saying like, um, like today needs to be high energy. And then they were saying like, listener – Go if you're listening. Go watch the episode with the monkey in it, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it. And uh, go go watch that episode and let us know about our energy. Tell us if we need more energy. If there's not enough energy, let us know. And Dennis is like, I'm bringing all my energy. You know, <laughs> like all that. Monkey Beer Island of Green and Fight. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> It's the best phrase. When Dee's teaching the acting classes, I was like, oh, this is every oh, terrible actor I've ever seen in Seriously, my life. Seriously, yeah. And then she <laughs> – I find it hilarious. She gets that role and then they <laughs> they knock her out and they're in a bar in Ireland and mm. they're like, oh, <laughs> like you're finally awake. Oh, you're late for your you're thing. Late for yeah. your thing. And she's like, what? No, 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 no. This is my chance. She's, it was so funny. Funny. Immediately gets hit by a car. <laughs> yeah, the exactly oh, immediately God. gets hit. It's, uh, they're so funny. horrible to her. That show was so funny. Oh my god. Oh man, it's so good. I, I love that. I don't think there's any kind of humor like. I I don't think there was that kind of harsh humor. I should say until Sonny came. Out. Yeah, no. It's just. It, they the take ideas it to a whole they other have level. is so, and it's funny because they were mentioning that their first episodes. I want to see what you think about this. Mm-hmm. Like the first like two seasons aren't the like they think it's really not cringy, I guess, mm-hmm. but like really bad. Like they like they were finding their sea legs kind of, which they yeah. were. Yeah, but me personally, I like the older stuff. Me too. You know, I really th- I think. Um, I think the ideas they had in season one is gold. It's you know? they're great. It's especially it's, them. For it's their always first been them. episode. You know, mm. I, I think a lot of their seasons were just uh, the creative process is insane. Mm-hmm. In that, you know, um, they even mentioned how um, what was it? Uh, Dennis and Dee's mom. Mm-hmm. They made a really bad decision killing her. Oh. You know, because yeah. they, they thought it was a great idea, but then they're like. Well, now we can't do anything, anything with, with her, her anymore. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, well, it's a double-edged sword, mm-hmm. but, you know. Yeah, and they still found ways to throughout everything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, that show is so good, though. So we'll um, be airing this on Sunday the 13th. The 14th is the Monday after we air. Any big okay. Valentine's Day plans for you? Ooh, um, I mean, not really. I'm just probably going to get some chocolates and maybe take Casey out to do her nails or something. Very nice. But no big plans no. other than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I I would do the whole dinner thing and everything, but 
I know her. She doesn't want to do anything that big. She just she would rather stay at home and eat McDonald's, mm-hmm. you know. So, which is nice. I'm not complaining about that, you know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What about you? Anything big going on? Nothing huge. Probably going to get Sonic and watch a movie or something <laughs> like that. Because Sonic's usually our Valentine's Day tradition. As we oh, got nice. That, which is nice. Yeah. Um, and then. Yeah, we saw a movie the last time we did Valentine's Day. So, like, that'll probably be the same deal. Yeah. I think last year on Valentine's Day, we actually watched Bad Cupid, which was cute. So, like, oh, no we way. just got together and then we watched my movie and yeah, that's just hung great. out and stuff. So that was cute. Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't really go all in for it. Our an- our dating anniversary, or one of them, is three days after um, oh, on okay. the 17th. So, yeah. like, that's more what we think about around that time. Mm-hmm. Um. But that'll be nice. Oh, yeah. When I'm my first date with Julie seven years ago on the 17th. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Seven years seven ago. Seven years ago. That means about maybe six and a half we were watching Stranger Things on the couch. Yep. And we were like, oh, let's see where this goes. Maybe it's a good show. Maybe it's not. Mm-hmm. I remember she was saying, um, I think it was... Carlos was saying he was watching the show. Yeah, it was yeah. very good. And I was like, all right, well, we might as well check it out. I just, it's my favorite memory with her because I remember we're sitting there going like, eh, we'll check it out. We'll see if it's good. And then we're both like, sit, yeah, we're sitting Came on the edge of our work seats. And you two are just like all in watching <laughs> it. Yeah, it's crazy to think that I've literally been together with her for a quarter of my life I at know. this point. Yeah. Cause I know what you mean. Ed, Ed, it's it's just it's wild, mm-hmm. but I, I'm thankful for no, it. No, yeah, I feel bad because uh, yesterday I was playing. The, well, I mentioned earlier we, we were playing Jackbox with mm-hmm. our friends, and um, one of the games you play is like a little voting thing for like um, what's first and what's eighth. And um, I feel bad about this, <laughs> but um, it was like. Most useful people, and that would be in a zombie apocalypse. And so there's no, one, no. two, three, four, what, seven, six of us. And four of those people have shot guns because they hunt. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, naturally I'm going to choose that. Those four. So the only people I didn't pick is it was like you have to choose like five people or something. Mm-hmm. The only people I didn't pick was me. My friend Tiff and Casey. <laughs> oh, Lord. Like, I, I purposely didn't choose myself either because I don't think I'd be very good in a zombie apocalypse situation. That's you fair. Know? That's fair. And so the whole thing is you're on teams and you have to discuss and, like, see which one's, like, first and which one could be last and stuff like that. And Casey looks over at me and she goes, you could be honest with me. You didn't choose me, did you? <laughs> and I said no. <laughs> I felt so bad. That's hilarious. I felt so bad. So later on, without the night, I uh, I looked at Casey and I said, "Listen, even though you may not be the most useful in the zombie apocalypse situation, I don't think I could live without you in a zombie Aww. apocalypse situation." Which I, I really don't think I could. You know, it's. It's weird because you don't think about how you're with one person every single day mm-hmm. until like until you're alone, I yeah. guess, is the best way to put it. And then you're kind of just sitting there like, man, I have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what the hell do I do now? And then, you know, you know, I find myself doing that with Casey all the time. It's like, I, you know, now she, she just got a job at Tim Hortons, mm-hmm. actually. Um, and... Now she works at six in the morning, so I have a little time to myself before I go to work. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I get home and I sit there. I'm like, huh, what now? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't have anything to do. I know you can't do anything with yourself. It's ridiculous yeah. how much like we rely on our people like that. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's weird to think about that. Yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. Noise candy, or not noise candy, oh my god. Noise candy <laughs> comes out every Saturday, so you can listen to noise candy. Yes, That's a does. free uh, free uh, plug, plug for those yeah. guys. Um, What's Going On comes out every Wednesday. Um, yes. You and Tyler, and you feature every every uh, Wednesday a different guest 
or it's yes. just you two, uh, which yeah, is always see, fantastic. Just yeah, yeah, actually, I think this week we'll be having George from Noise Camp. Hey, now. perfect. I'm pretty sure. Perfect, so I'm glad I plugged yeah. that in there. Um, Cheese Man is back streaming. You yes. go to his Twitch. Uh, follow his streams. Support him. Steve for Cheese. Steve, the number four cheese. He does Mario Kart Mondays. Wednesdays, he kind of does a wild card, so he'll either do Fall Guys, he'll do a game mm-hmm. he's playing, or he'll do other things. Um, Smash Bros. Saturday is what he's doing um, r- as we speak. He'll probably do that next week as well, after we're done doing the podcast, or um, however that ends up working. Um, but go follow my man. He is awesome at... Uh, streaming, and he's just fantastic at video games in general, and Cheese God deserves it. So um, go check him out there. We have been Your Average Ordinary. Mm -hmm. We come out every Sunday uh, around noon Eastern. Uh, I don't know why you even said Eastern in there. (laughs) Final thoughts before you go, Rams or Bengals in the Super Bowl? Hmm, I think we're going to see the Rams. I th- I'm going yeah. Bengals on this one. Really? Yeah. I only say the Rams because I remember your earlier prediction of the Rams are going to be a dark horse. I th- Yeah. yeah. I, so that's the only reason why. Statistically, the Rams should win. Okay. But statistically, you're rooting the Bengals. Joe Shiesty is finding a way to, just, to defy the odds hey, every time he comes yeah, that's out fair. So that's fair. That, that's, I'm, I'm riding with the Bengals on this one. I'm not going <laughs> to try and pick against them again. Okay. Um. Are you doing? Are you watching the game anywhere? What are you doing? Um, it's tonight, right? It's tomorrow. Oh, yeah, tomorrow t- t- night. T- tonight when this airs. When this airs, yeah. It's oh, Saturday yes, today, yes, but yes. Tomorrow, yeah. Okay. When this airs. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to Dad's actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll see I you think, there because yeah, I'll be there for dinner. Yes, I I am going because they're having pizza and wings, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I'll I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be there for a bit, so I'll, yeah, I'll see you in passing for a bit. Nice. All right, y'all. Be good to your mental health. Be good to yourselves. Have a good week. And just take everything in stride. I feel like there's been crazy energy lately. Mm-hmm. So um, just really, really take care of yourselves. Absolutely. Uh, we've been your average ordinary. We'll end this the way we always end things. One, two, three. See ya. See ya.